Hey everybody, it's Ron from the Nerd Life Crisis Podcast Network, here to talk to you today about SpinWiz Comics. SpinWizComics.com is an indie comics discovery platform. It's designed to help comic book readers find new content, with over 60 publishers and over 400 different comic titles to choose from, and growing every week. Most of the content right now is free to read, but there are options available to purchase PDFs and support creators you read the most. And right now, as part of the promotion, IB Comics is offering the first four issues of Grace, free to read. And for all you music fans out there, the first 28 pages of Legba's Juke Joint, Volume 1. You can read all of these for free at spinwizcomics.com. So if you're a content creator out there, check it out. It's a no-hassle platform whose core goal is to help with awareness, to essentially take your comic book and put it out there for new readers. It's as easy as uploading a couple of PDFs, toss them into a Dropbox or Google, and within a day, your stuff will be online and available for purchase or for new readers to check out. SpinWizComics.com. Check it out today. Direct from the beautiful Inland Blue Studios, honey. This is the Nerd Life Crisis Podcast with your host, that fine ass Chris Thayer, that beautiful Steve Hill, and that big hunk of chunk of meat, Ron Mills. Woo! Mama's hot up in here. Let's get this party started. All right, everybody, and welcome back to the Nerd Life Crisis Podcast. Here with your host today, Chris Thayer. And I'm Ron Miltz. It's just the two of us today. <laughs> I was like, why is there a pause? What's going on? <laughs> You're, we're waiting waiting for that extra person to show up who's not here, right? <laughs> we'll have to we'll do some crazy editing and uh, fix it all in the mix. Yeah, right. Uh, well, I figure what we'll do is we'll have Steve call in and he can uh, he can give us an update on how life is for the essentials. Meanwhile, us non-essentials just, uh, you know, continuing to exist. So, <laughs> yeah, we we are definitely on vacation. Yeah, no kidding, right? It's like the vacation that never ends. But uh, <laughs> even though it's just Chris and I, we do got a lot to talk about. Um, uh, I mean, there's just been a ton of stuff going on uh, in the news and otherwise as far as uh, uh, nerd culture goes. So including the continuing cancellation of all Comic-Cons thus far through oh July at this point. Yeah, I mean, at this point, that if Vegas were still open, they could be taking odds on which one goes down next. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm at this point where I'm like, will nerd culture ever come back, you know? Oh, man, it's, I think it's just everything's on pause. You know, they've already rescheduled a bunch of shit already. Fair enough. I, I, I mean, I'll give you that. It's just, you know, I, I'm, I'm at this weird point where, um, um, like, I'm, you were just watching every industry slowly come to a screeching halt, you know, including uh, Diamond. Uh, Diamond's not distributing new comic books after April 1st. What? Right. I hadn't and, heard that. Oh, yeah. And they've uh, halted payments to um, all comic book uh, publishers uh, immediately. I'm glad we're not yeah. on Diamond right now. 
<laughs> right? Well, I mean, look, uh, uh, all things, you know, all things considered, it could be a lot worse. But we do have um, we do have a lot of cool shit to talk about, like quite a few cool things happening right now. Um, we, we do. We have some not as cool things to talk about, but we, we have a lot of cool stuff. Well, this is true. But let's jump into uh, uh, with our abundance of time chris and i both finally got around to watching birds of prey um the harley uh, quinn you movie you want to start with that huh you son of a I bitch i do i do the birds of prey or <laughs> the emancipation of one fabulous harley quinn so um oh i will begin by saying that i actually really like this movie so oh, it jesus was, oh, no, it, was a, it, it was a blast it was okay I will say this it felt very like deadpool-esque where it was trying to be oh, tongue-in-cheek Oh, it definitely yeah, tried. It was, it was it was funny. It was it had a bit of goofiness to it. Um, uh, I will oh, say that, that I I think that they crammed the birds of prey like sort of into it. Where I don't know that we necessarily needed them. You should have just stayed with Harley. But if you really yeah. look at it structurally, it was very Deadpool, like very. So of course it was. They took something that worked and they tried to replicate it. Instead of telling the Harley Quinn story, they tried to tell Deadpool with a female. I. I could not even keep up how much stuff I hated about this movie as I was watching it. I had to literally pause this shit to finish a thought before the next thought could be put down. Like, okay, like give me give me an example. Like, what is something you hated Dude. about it? Oh my god. Well, and let me just say it first. I really wanted to like this, and I've had people you know across the internet talking about you know what it was a lot better than i thought it was going to be and i had such high hopes because i get pinned as the guy who hates everything nerd and i don't i just hate garbage and this movie was so garbage and it all right away it starts with her stupid accent it is just awful just terrible why how do you hate the harley quinn accent that's like part of the fun of the she's like mr j you know with her little accent down there you know it's so <laughs> terrible and and it's you know what it reminds me of it took me the entire movie to figure it out it reminds me of darian trying to do an accent the entire movie and and whenever she does that i just i really want to stab her in the eye Every single time. So, hello, how are you, Christopher? You know, it's like, oh my God, shoot me in the face. And that's how it felt the entire movie. But put that aside. Okay, sure. She was doing the the Harley affectation. What the fuck was with the pom-pom sleeves? Like, what? What? The what, what? I mean, some designer, some designer was like, "Hey, you know, to be fun, let's." Uh, although I, I do think it's weird that she wore a shirt that said Harley and Quinn all over it. As no, it said Harley fucking <laughs> Quinn on it. There you go. It, so I thought. I mean, I think that's a little weird. Like, like you know, I don't. You know how bad that moment was, and it was, and it came up at the end. You knew it was coming because I'm Harley fucking Quinn, and it was like, it was like, so we're like a Suicide Squad or something. <laughs> oh my god no man no i think the movie was delightfully violent it was okay. fun kinda kinda i think it it had the feeling about it like you were you know it definitely wanted to be more deadpool, deadpool? than suicide squad 
I liked Suicide Squad way better than this movie. Oh God, no, no. I, mean, I liked other than her Will Smith. in Suicide Squad better than this movie. No, 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 no. I, I think, she I think there was a lot of fun. There was a lot of fun stuff. I thought, look. The, the big issue at the end of the day is like the Batman mythos is a bit odd. And especially like once you take Batman out of it, it, it you suddenly you're like, I don't know that I love all this as much anymore. You know, certain parts of it work, certain parts of it don't. But it's like the crime lords are range from like two face, you know, kind of like interesting to like the absolute goofiness of, you know, somebody like. Uh, you know, Mr. Zaz or something like that. I mean, Ugh. like think of Penguin, like in its traditional form, or like even from Batman Returns, is a goofy as fuck character. Like Chester Copplepot is like you're like I don't know, man. But but without Batman, none of these characters really make a ton of sense. So when you start to do side adventures in the Batman universe, I think some of them fall apart. You know, um, yeah. for certain viewers. For me, I'm Absolutely. a giant Batman nerd, so this works great. You know, I, again, I really wanted to like it. I really did, and I I was trying like her first, like the fourth wall breaks. There was only one time where I wasn't rolling my goddamn eyes out of my head. And, and I don't remember what I, it was, but there was one at the at the end where it was just a look, and I'm like, okay, that was funny. Um, but the rest of them, I, dude, or she's walking and she sticks her tongue out at some bad guy, and I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah, come dude. on, dude. Oh, dude. Well, she walks into the the police precinct, and and someone, oh no, it wasn't her. It was the the cop walks into the precinct. And the guy says, whoa, you smell like a dead rat's asshole. Like, nobody fucking talks like that. <laughs> it was so bad, dude. As soon as I heard I'm like, oh, come on, dude. That's like Kevin Smith dialogue. Like, what are I, we doing? I, I'm not going to say that you're reinforcing Chris stereotypes right now, but you're definitely reinforcing Chris stereotypes right oh, now. Oh, come like, on. You okay, now, now get this for me, dude. The Bertinelli diamond. Why... Sure. Does it have to be on a diamond? Why the fuck couldn't it just be a flash drive? Why can't they put it in the cloud? Why? Why? Wh what? What? What a fucking convoluted thing! Like, <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm, I'm I'm scratching my head. I'm like, wait a minute. Why they put uh, like? It may as well be on the head of a pin. Like, what is the point of that? Like somehow we're gonna, and then you got to decipher. All the shit that's on this diamond, like, who, who's doing this? Like, what is the point of that? I'm just dumbfounded at how how asinine just that one moment, that element was. Why? Oh, I get it. So the girl can shit it out later. That's why we have to have the diamond. I get it. Okay. That's kind of an odd choice, and I'm irritated right now, but I'm still giving it a shot. Now I will say this. She gets to the police precincts and and she's shooting beanbags and confetti bombs. Yes. Okay. So we're killing all these other people in other movies, but we're going to go in there and shoot them with confetti bombs and and Well, she bags. can't kill the cops. She can't kill the cops cuz then she's a bad guy. So Isn't she a bad guy? She is. Like I think that's the point and especially like she killed the guy and fed it to her hyena. Um so like murder is not outside the realm of possibility, but the minute she starts killing <laughs> cops son, at the police station, it's a different I, film, you know? I mean, I guess she couldn't like <laughs> knock him out or but beanbags and exploding confetti. Gotcha. 
to go, to match the well, pom pom sleeves. It's got to. It's a design I, thing. Has got to be. I, <laughs> maybe, maybe this movie's just not for you, Chris. You know. Oh my so. god, dude! I, again, I cannot say this enough. I really wanted to enjoy this film. I really did. But it's just like uh, every time something odd popped up, I'm like, I better write that down because I want to talk about it. Okay, and then we get the Black Canary. But now we're going to turn her into freaking Nora Jones and she sings? Like, okay. But then she starts shattering glasses with this note that any woman on the planet can, can hit. But she can shatter glasses with that note. Well, I mean, that's perfect sense. I mean, that is the, the Canary character, you know? So. <laughs> And so, you have white so canary and Mariah black canary. Mariah Carey and- can't shatter glasses, but black canary can with the same exact note. Gotcha. All right, I'll 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 go with you. She's a metahuman, so it's one of these things they don't necessarily lay out really well in the movie. But you know, in the mythos no. that you know she's a metahuman. So it was at this point in the movie I was kind of like, maybe we should watch Gods of Egypt instead. Like, don't <laughs> no. we have that? Can we watch that? How about cats? Can we put on the new cats? Because I feel like that would have been time better spent. No, nothing is as <laughs> terrible as gods of Egypt. Like that will always be the worst know, thing that dude. ever has happened to humanity. I was still somewhat in at this point. And there were things that I'm like, that's odd. That makes no sense. But then we get a musical number in the middle of it where she's singing some Marilyn Monroe song. What the, what the fuck is going on here? Like, who made this movie? I get the sense that you do not like absurdism at all. Now, I will say this. The fights in the police uh, precinct were fucking dope. And that was the only thing that kept me from turning it off at this point. Um, I, I was like, this is fun. Like, when she threw the bat and it hit the ground and bounced up and hit the dude and then went right back into her, I was like, damn, that was cool. And and plausible, like that could possibly happen. Wait, you know, wait, wait. ridiculous your, as it your was. Your argument, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Your argument no, no. Is, is that a movie about Harley Quinn is you have issues with plausibility in it. I, I, she has a fucking pet hyena as a friend. She's not a super. She lives in a world with supers. Like your your I yeah. Your suspension of disbelief has weird. Uh, 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 There's got to be a reality right? to the world. It, it, there has to be rules within the world. You know, it's like there was rules. Sure, the rules are it's a Harley Quinn movie. It's it's <laughs> it, dude. It's like Deadpool. It's she is but she's slightly insane. Deadpool. He can't no, do certain Deadpool's, things. Nah, Deadpool is a uh, uh, it, as a narrator is a, is a untrustworthy narrator. You cannot trust anything Deadpool says in his own movies. Agreed. The same. Agreed. The same can be said with her. Like no matter what she says, you cannot trust her narrative. So, but she didn't ever really say anything. Like her whole narrative was stupid to me. Like that was the worst part of the movie for me. I, I found it. I found it to be enjoyable. I found it to be fun. I found it. I like absurdism and surrealism, so it works for me oh, on I, that level. I do too. I do too. And I, I was, again, trying to like the movie. And we get to the grocery store, and the girl, what, what did she say? It was like the worst acting ever. I was like, couldn't we get Hayden Christensen to play this part? Like she asked the <laughs> dumbest oh, oh. questions, and I'm like, even, even, even Jake Lloyd did a better job acting than the than the Asian girl in the in the grocery store. Go back and watch that scene again. But anyway, I don't want to rip I, on her. I I we get to the <laughs> we get to the club and and Ewan McGregor 
is pissed off because people are having a good time at his club. And he goes over and he rips off the girl's dress or makes her boyfriend rip off the dress. And and I'm like, um, what was the point of that? Like, he didn't do anything. He he was scary and he ripped off the dress. Yeah, I never, I never, uh, I never understand when I'm watching a film and the bad guy, like they write in a scene where he like, like messes people up at the club, because I'm all right. Generally, if if you're running a business, it's not a good idea to fuck up your customers. <laughs> so, um, and then of course we end up in a fun house, and I'm like, uh, okay, I this is sort of fun, but the that fight was the best in part there of the movie was not for really, me. Oh no, it was terrible. It was like we're jumping on the tongues and it's like it's like a bad OK Go video. I'm like, what is happening here? <laughs> First off, I like to I'd like to go out and say that there's no such thing as a good OK Go video. So oh, I'll come on, dude. There. those guys. Those guys have done some amazing videos like the whole thing. Sure. It, it was like they're on treadmills. Those videos are great. I don't care what you say. <laughs> so and, and then there's this moment inside the fun house where I'm like, OK, this is sort of fun. We're trying to have the chaotic multi hero battle going on with all the bad guys and all of a sudden she's wearing skates in the middle of this fight and it was so dumb that even the characters are like when did she do a shoe change like they pointed (laughs) out how stupid it was in the movie and but i was even willing to go with okay they're making fun of that until i realized that (laughs) all of these vatos came in wearing wearing their plaid and not one motherfucker has a gun. Not one. And they're wearing kabuki masks. I'm like, what is going on here? I'm so confused. Gotham is a very weird place. You got the, the big bad who can't give his dudes guns to go and kill these folk. He pays them to sell drugs. He doesn't pay them to, you know. What drug dealer doesn't have a gun? Not one of them had a gun. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so and, what you're then, saying is what what you're saying is this isn't a second chance movie for you. Oh my god, this is this is like <laughs> this movie is like a it's a disease is what it is, and you have to stop. You have to isolate. Don't let anybody else watch it because if it spreads, it just gets worse. No, it's like the ring. If you show it to five other people, like exactly you get to survive till tomorrow. Jesus All right. Like I I still am baffled They had There's so many good female led movies now That have come out How did they screw this up so badly I mean do you really feel that they screwed it up I mean really that bad Oh absolutely absolutely There is no bigger fan of female led films In our group of friends Than me I, I loved Captain Marvel I really enjoyed Wonder Woman until they started putting all the swirly bullshit in the end. You know, all those movies are great. I'm I, I kind of wreck on the on the Black Widow thing, but I'm actually looking forward to it. Like I'm really looking forward to that movie. Well, you'll never see that one either. You don't think so? Ah, uh, dude, you that, don't think these it's movies are delayed forever, forever. Oh, like when are re- when are movie theaters going to reopen? You know, I think what's going to happen is they're going to start releasing them straight to digital. I think they're going to try and recoup some of the losses. I guess, man. I mean, it's not going to change anything, though, because the minute you start releasing stuff digitally, you're just pirates are going to be all over it, you know? Well, but you have that anyway. I think the fans 
hopefully we'll we'll pony up and people like me who own like 300 on-demand movies because my house can't wait for you know a month to be able to rent the thing or to you know buy it on physical we've got them all on demand um I think people are going to spend the money. It won't be as much as if it's a, a theatrical release if they do it. Right, but I mean, right. there's, there's several movies that came out straight to video on demand that uh, that we bought, you know, and you're talking 20 bucks a pop. Oh, no, we we, we picked up uh, Onward. We uh, did on demand for Onward. You know, I, I, I mean, I just I wonder I wonder if we're like with Black Widow and some of these other movies if when if and when we're ever going to see them, <laughs> you know, so new mutants. Oh, my God. The poor new mutants. All I got to say, dude, is <laughs> Christina Hodson, the writer of this film, needs to be like quarantined from the business um i i as a fan of deadpool i was kind of insulted by this movie like it was a it was a cheap attempt at trying to rip off everything that made that fun uh and different and it just it failed miserably for me but maybe i'll watch it again maybe i'll have a different opinion (laughs) But maybe I'll watch it again. I'm kidding, of course. I will never, ever watch this movie again. I will never sit through this again. You would never watch this again? No, I'll never watch it again. It it was that bad. Wow. Yeah, I absolutely hate... I will sit down and watch Gods of Egypt again before I watch this. And you know how I felt about that. What's What's funny is uh, in talking about the uh, the movies that will not be coming out or like where we're at this year. So uh, somebody put together because basically the movie theaters have like stopped showing movies. Um, right. So it's the list of the the list of best pictures um, based on what's come out. <laughs> so it's all best pictures for this year's Oscar. It's all Birds of Prey, Sonic the Hedgehog, Doolittle. Uh, Gretel and Hansel, <laughs> Fantasy Island, Bloodshot, oh, B- Bad Boys for Life, Impractical oh Jokers, the movie, and The Call oh. of the Wild. Those are your best picture oh. nominees at this point because that's all that's oh, been released. Nah, man, you got Jumanji in there. <laughs> oh, the second shit. Jumanji. No, that came out last year. That came out last year. Was it year. last year? Yeah, because it's out yeah, on that demand came out at Christmas now. time. Yeah. So. Wow. But. I think on that list, I really feel like uh, uh, Birds of Prey has a real shot. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, how, how have no good movies come out this year? Yeah, that's some crazy stuff, man. Hey, uh, I, Chris, it sounds like we got somebody that's uh, calling in again over here. Oh, Do you hear okay. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see who this is. Hey, everybody. It's Steve. Hey, Steve's here. Hey, hey Steve. What's going on, man? <laughs> oh, you know, just... Uh, Waiting for the apocalypse anxiously. We've got sandbags set up. We got fucking kill points all over the place for the zombie apocalypse. Very exciting time. I was just prepping, you know, I was going through my inventory and I noticed I was a little short on on tiger milk. Tiger milk. Right. Tiger milk. Yeah, tiger I mean, milk. It's high in protein, so you know what? I started watching some fucking show called the fucking Tiger King. Hopefully to get some ideas, and boy, did I ever get some fucking ideas. <laughs> now, I've heard a, a little bit about this show. I'm not watching it the way everybody else is. My kids are all watching it. Um, I, I'm curious about which of the ideas you were getting. Well, first off, our hairstyles are super outdated. We need to go back to the mullet. <laughs> we need to bleach out our mullets, right? And 
<laughs> uh, it's super cool. Uh, you figure with a mullet, a bag of meth, and the promise of a couple tiger uh, cubs, you could have gay sex all you want. Yeah, that's kind of what I hear. I, I noticed when watching the show, um, it seems like it, there's a direct correlation between whether you own tigers and whether you are a swinger. How do you feel about that? <laughs> I mean, when when in I don't I I don't even know what to say. I about mean, that. You, could, you could start a cult based around a couple of tiger cubs. It's fucking beautiful. That does seem like <laughs> what it's like. about. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, you can get people to work for you for free, uh, eat pretty much garbage. And if you ever visit any of these places, don't order the pizza, okay? <laughs> don't order the fucking pizza. I warn you, you'll be fucking... <laughs> Jesus Christ. They take a lot of donations, too, to feed these fucking things from, like, Walmarts. And then they decide, oh, we're going to open a pizza place, too. On, and they're using these donations as toppings. <laughs> wow, <laughs> dude! This so, show, this show is incredible. This is quite possibly could have been the greatest reality TV show ever made. Ever. <laughs> All that other shit is bullshit, man. <laughs> these people are like one hundred percent legit and one hundred and ten percent fucking nuts. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Just the little bit I caught, I, I looked at my kid. I'm like, what the hell are you watching? Like, what is going on here? I, I got to be honest. When I was first researching the tiger's milk, I had just, you know, I watch animal shows with the boys kind of all the time. Um, it's a breakup from the goddamn shitty cartoons. Well, yeah. Um, so I just saw, you know, like a, 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 on my Netflix, some fucking dude with the tigers, the Tiger King. Okay, well, that, that guy over there is the fucking fish master. I don't know. So, you know, like, <laughs> let's put on the Tiger King. I tell you, I got halfway through episode one. I found out nothing about tiger milk. What I did say Holy shit, what am I watching with my seven year old son? I don't do that often. <laughs> wow. Holy shit. I said, okay, that's it. I'm going to pause it here and send your asses to bed. But I was like, they could not get back to bed or into bed fast enough. I was so could not stop watching. You know how I say don't binge watch anything? That yeah. broke my own rule, and yeah. I fucking blasted through this shit. I could do a series of every one of these characters, seven episodes. I am dumbfounded by three <laughs> things on the show. The first is the haircuts are atrocious. Like, I, I don't understand. Are there no barbers in Oklahoma or Florida? The second, is there no dentistry in any of these states? All right. And then the third is, I know how I feel, Steve. Tell me how you feel about Carol. Dude. She killed her fucking husband, dude. She fed him to a fucking tiger. Oh, Jesus. That bitch looks fucking like she'll feed your ass to the goddamn, hey there, cool cats and kittens. I'm like, that bitch is a fucking murderer, dude. Do not trust her. Holy shit. You know what's funny is I came in halfway through that episode. That was, that was the one that I really, you know, I, I sat down for a few minutes and my daughter was like, she totally killed her husband. And I'm like, it's absolutely a hundred percent clear, oh, man. I tell you what, Oh, and everybody like who knew this guy was like, this chick fucking killed him. Oh, and she got all the money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you know what? I gotta say, have you guys, have you guys watched it all the way to the end? No, I've got one episode left. 
Okay, so the douchebag with the bandana and the hat on him, forgetting, is it Jeff Lowe? Did you see <laughs> yes, him? Yes. Okay, yes. that guy, he is the physical incarnation of what happens when you take those fucking hard on pills from the gas station. <laughs> That's fucking science. That fucking don't. Yeah. Holy shit, dude. As soon as they and, introduced that character, I said, that guy's a fucking hard on. Stay away from him. Did you have that moment where you saw that dude and you're like, that dude's from Temecula. I know it. Like, I've seen that guy. Shit. Dude, with his fucking, his, his addiction to affliction t-shirts, I was like, yeah, you're absolutely right. He's from Temecula. <laughs> <laughs> and if you live in Temecula, if you're a listener and you live in Temecula, you know what the fuck we're talking about. You know exactly. You know, okay. It's, it sounds like I've India to me. Uh, no. No, not quite. <laughs> So, so yeah, uh, uh, so uh, now that we know that we're getting a bunch of money from the government, are you going to start investing in tigers? Because it seems to be a good investment. I'm, I'm up in the air. I got two things to, to research because, I mean, you get a tiger cub for like $5,000, right? But I'm like, right. how, many, how many wolf cubs can I get? Ooh. <laughs> I'll have like a whole fucking pack of them, dude. That'd be awesome too. And, and you get them young; yeah. they're they're a lot cheaper that way. They're like, oh look, they're like little chicks. You know, you get like ten for fucking fifty bucks or right, something. Right. <laughs> so, so even though this is not nerd related, do you totally suggest this show for all watchers? Hands down. Absolutely. Listen, if you're in quarantine, man, you're gonna run out of. Uh, episodes of Go Teen Titans, okay? <laughs> and quick, you're going to want to watch this. You want to be the, – the memes that are coming out of this right now during this this quarantine are absolutely hilarious. These people are like, as the Titanic is sinking, remember the band that's playing? The yes. meme makers are the fucking band. <laughs> It's beautiful. The shit I have seen is just it's genius. Oh, it's, and it's you want to be you want to be in on the joke. You want to be in on the joke. Don't don't be uh don't be too cool. Not on this one. Not yeah. On this one. I, I have a feeling I need to just accept it and watch it. Do it. I I, I can't I, recommend it more. I will tell you that we have been uh doing we tried out the Netflix party to go along with this, which is literally like, hey, you're gonna watch this on your computer with a chat room attached to it. Yeah, yeah. It does <laughs> it does not sound fun until you start watching something that you can literally talk shit about the whole time with the people you're watching. And there was this moment where we paused it uh, to go put Ronald Andrew to bed. And uh, the, my, my friends from Chicago were literally like, holy, like they started doing research and they're like, holy fuck. Some of his lyrics just said he ran for president in 2016. And, I, and he goes, I don't want to go down the rabbit hole anymore in case it comes up on the show. And literally like the next scene was, and then in 2016, Joe ran for president. And it, <laughs> 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 If you have not uh, checked out his music yet, Chris, you have to. Like, the songs All by right. themselves are worth the price of admission. I'm in. I'm in. You know what's funny is I started showing my daughter some memes because they popped up on the feed. And I got through about, like, 15 of them, and I started thinking, Jesus Christ, how many memes are there? And I, I scrolled down real quick, and it just kept going. So it's like, okay. I, I'm not going through all of these without knowing what the hell they're saying. So, yeah, I'm in. I'm in. I'll, I'll do it. 
All right, Steve. Well, thanks for calling in, man. Hey, uh, stay safe. I, I know you are a. Uh, uh, we are, we are essential. Yes. Ah, there you go. Essential. Well, I am definitely non-essential. So, as a non-essential Same. employee, <laughs> uh, I stay safe. Good luck, man, and we'll see you soon. All right. You too, guys. Well, let's uh, let's jump off of uh, let's jump off of that, and let's talk a little bit about. Uh, we're back on The Walking Dead since it's just you and I. Oh, um, so good. And there's not so a good. lot. There's not a lot to talk about in the world right now. Um, no. So let's uh, let's talk the last three episodes of Walking Dead. So the last time we talked, the uh, uh, we were being attacked by the zombie horde, and episode twelve picked up right at there. I was kind of disappointed we didn't get like all them running through the forest during the night because I think that would have been brilliant. Um, yeah, but but what we got was actually pretty damn good. So, what are your thought? Like, what are your thoughts as far as what we saw? I didn't like the cliffhanger, um, but once it resumed, I, I kind of feel like it it broke the tension of that moment for me. Um, and I get the the point of it. Um, but once it picked up, it was it was fine. I just I think that was a misfire uh, in my opinion that they uh, they ended the episode trying to be cl- now if you had ended that episode at the end of the season that'd be a cliffhanger oh man i feel like it was like a perfect spot because i i mean let's be real i think this show and this like the main show is on its last legs like yeah we are- well i mean we're we're nearing the end of the story well at least the story from the comic books like i think there's yeah. maybe a season like i said i think that there's a season or two left on this and that's it i think we right. get to season maybe 11 get through 11 maybe get into 12 i don't know but i mean i don't know that there's much story left to tell because we get done with 12 um we basically wrapped up alpha at the end of 12 um right. which i mean they really had you going both ways on that for a long time you know Right. Um, and then, uh, I, I mean, between you and me, I felt like the Michonne episode was not my favorite. So, no, um, it, it was for the same reasons I didn't like when you do like an episode with just Carol or, you know, the, the solo episodes, they always make really illogical out of character decisions. Like how is she going to get caught off guard and pushed into a room by this dude? I mean, not only that, but it's like it, it felt very reminiscent of uh, I mean, it, don't get me um, wrong. It was definitely T-Dog in the comics, uh, but it's Tyrese. Yeah, Tyrese. So but Tyrese, Tyrese yeah, is like yeah, yeah, yeah. it was Tyrese's go away episode. So uh, where they did sort of which the same I was not a thing. fan of definitely not a fan of of that episode. Right, right. But I mean, like, look, at the end of the day, it was not the uh, the worst thing I've ever seen. It definitely wasn't good, um, but it wasn't the worst thing I've ever seen. So, well, and I, for me, the problem I had with it was the, and you can go back and listen to the episode. It was it was the uh, PowerPoint presentation style bullshit flashbacks that they were doing uh, that sure, bugged me. Sure. Like, like, why are we watching movies of of these flashbacks? It was just weird. Um, I think the idea was there, but it was sort of half-baked. You know, it's it's like a Scott M. Gimple at midnight came up with an idea. You know what's cool? You know. <laughs> PowerPoint. I saw this movie once cool. where we, we, I was in college and we had this PowerPoint now. Yeah, no, it was, it was that, it was exactly that. Um, it was not 
not a great episode. I think there were some nice moments. The end of it was was really good. Like the the exchange between um, Judith and Michonne was kind of nice. I mean, look, I feel like they're really playing a long game with this. Like they're really playing a long game to get to this point. And if this is what they've been planning for a long time, like I'll give them credit where credit's due, you know. Um, but it's like I- I'll be interested to see now because we can only assume that they're going to wrap Michonne into – the Rick the movies. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, it, it makes complete sense, you know? I just don't uh, don't think anybody's going to care by the time we get to the Rick stuff. Yeah. Like, I'm kind of curious about that as well. Like, but maybe it's a Simpsons movie situation where the, 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 uh, um, the viewership has fallen off over time, but you make something that's so good that it brings everybody back to remember how much they like this thing. Um, Jeez, initially. I hope so. I, really I mean, it's got to so. be. I mean, what else could it possibly be at this point, you know? Yeah. So, well, I mean, we knew Michonne was leaving. We knew she was going to the movies. I mean, sure. th- this all was predictable. I just think how how we got her there was kind of convoluted to me that she would follow this random dude by herself to some unknown island and not be caught off guard, especially once she knows that this dude's family was dead. Sure, like, sure, sure. She ain't gonna be on high alert at that point, like. That's just dumb to me. This is the biggest badass in the apocalypse, and and she's gonna get caught by this guy. Come on, just ridiculous. Right, right. So I figured that was a misstep. Um, you know, if if somehow he had injected her with something, or if he had poisoned her with the food uh, ahead of time, sure. But that she would go into that room and and not see that coming, that was just dumb. And I'm not I'm not sure what the boat has to do with anything either. Um, you know, I. They had to have an excuse as to why she didn't get off, like, at Oceanside, basically, you know? Yeah, Um, yeah. The United States is getting weirdly small in The Walking Dead right now, because I'm not sure where Oceanside's supposed to be in, you know, because we're supposed to be, like, Northern Virginia, I guess, in The Walking Dead, but I I don't know, man. Um, I I don't know. It it just, it seems a little... um, a little convoluted. And then in the last episode, we did get to Pittsburgh pretty quickly. Uh, right. So right. I'm like, uh, yeah, on horseback, That's that's that would have taken a, like a week. <laughs> so, and I know we're moving the story along and that's fine, but it's like starting to have some Game of Thrones stuff where you're like, well, we did travel very quickly, you know? So right. we, um, we, we, we took a shortcut. It's all good. We did. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I mean that's like an that's like a seven hour drive, much less on horseback. You know, <laughs> right, so, right. So, well, I mean, aside but, from know. those obvious, you know, glaring issues, uh, I feel like there were some real nice moments. I don't, I don't know that I need to rewatch Negan and and Alpha get naked again. That was a little uh, something. Um, yeah, that was that fantastic. just kind of grossed me out. It just kind of <laughs> kind of grossed me out. Like the thought of, and I'm a bit of a neat freak and a little bit of a germaphobe while we're at it. And um, the thought of how nasty their junk must have been at that point. And homeboy had been in a pile of shit earlier, <laughs> and it's not like he took a shower in between. <laughs> it was just kind of like this is so disgusting. And oh come uh, on, okay. <laughs> And it's it's sort of it's sort of like anybody having sex now because you know people aren't showering during the apocalypse here. So <laughs> you speak for yourself. I'm showering every day. <laughs> no, you gotta you no, gotta create was, your own apocalypse must. You know, <laughs> you definitely do. They were some funky nasty bodies right there, and uh, yeah. 
And th- I guess there's this big hoopla over the fact they kept their socks on during all of it. Or I, I don't know. I saw I was watching on uh, Talking Dead after this last episode. Um, and, and I guess fans are like giving him a hard time about his socks being on <laughs> something. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, right, dude. Fair enough. <laughs> I mean, fair you gotta have some protection, I suppose, in the apocalypse. But, but yeah, that Sock was a little protection. But I do think <laughs> I think it was it was uh, definitely uh, a, a nice moment when he she says, you know, he asked her if she's going to leave the mask on. And she's like, yeah, it's my my new face. And he's like kind of doing it for me <laughs> like oh my god this is this is so odd right now like what is happening uh, uh, that's just so yeah. you know that's basically what's happened to me during the apocalypse is i'm just leaving my socks on now so it's like it's part of the goal you know so <laughs> yeah no but i i do think uh when he finally you know got down to business and um and took her out that was kind of a nice moment um and it's it was kind of like uh, my my uh, daughter and I were are the only ones watching this now, Phoebe. And uh, she's like, oh, did he love her? I'm like, hell no, he didn't love her. But there was a mutual respect there. And I think, you know, that's that's what that little final moment when he gutted her ass, cut off her head. Like, that's what that was. Oh, about. yeah, man. It was it was a definitely from one alpha to another, you know, like there was there was respect there. Well, so but was I mean, a cool look moment. at this point. At this point, they need to focus more like Negan, Daryl, um, Negan, Daryl, Carol, and Ezekiel are like, and to a lesser extent, um, uh, what's his face? Uh, a tubby nerdy guy whose name escapes me at this moment. Oh, Eugene. Um, Eugene, thank you. They need to be the focus of the show. Like, I don't need to be focusing Dude. on, you know, right. everybody else. Yeah, but so. Negan is going to be the new Rick. We've been saying that, or I've been saying that for two seasons. As soon as they locked him up, I'm like, okay, we found out Andy Lincoln's leaving. Reedus can't carry the show. As much as I like him, he can't carry it. Michonne's gone. You know, Eugene can't carry it. You know, who else you got? Ezekiel's going to be dead soon. (laughs) Like, like who else you got? Well, no, we missed some things, man. We didn't talk about the... We didn't talk about the the thousands of people walking through the forest that Michonne joined up with. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what that's all about. I mean, I got right. nothing to say about that because it's so random that it's like, what could you possibly say about it? Well, where the hell all these people been? Well, because you don't know where she is, so that's part of the problem, you know? Right, so right. You got to you got to assume that it's like, okay, well, <laughs> where is she walking through? What's going on? All that sort of shit, you know? And so. who the fuck are these people that they're leaving these other two people behind because dude got a bad leg? I mean, maybe like, they just got separated. Who knows? Like, I don't know, you know? No, they I mean, said, I really they, don't said know. they won't wait for us. Basically, it's like, oh, well, you can't keep up. You're you're the weak link. Sorry. It's like who that tells you something about those people, you know? Well, um, it tells I, me. I, it definitely tells me that they're going to be interesting, to say the least, you know. So right. Well, is that is that the uh, what's the name of the the community in the last section of the books? Um, uh, the, uh, the Commonwealth. Commonwealth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, wonder if, if those people are part of it, or you know, what's what? I mean, this might be a whole different thing that takes Michonne to Rick. 
Um, and I kind of figured that's where we were headed with the the show is toward the Commonwealth. Maybe that's what the movies will be. I, I think the show is going to focus on them, on the Commonwealth. And then I think if you do like a three movie arc with Rick, like the first movie is him like dealing with whatever he's dealing with. And then I think that there's going to be some sort of giant war between factions and zombies. Like I, I, that's the only right. way it could go. If you're doing a film, it's got to have like scale, you know, right, and just right. doing the comp, just doing the Commonwealth is not enough scale to me. That's what the show could be about. And then the movies could be about the Commonwealth versus like whoever's alive in the Northeast, essentially, you know, like yeah, New York, folk. I guess. So, or they took Rick overseas. Oh, that'd be great. It's like, you know, like Rick goes to Paris, you know, that's good times. Well, he might be in England because, I mean, he wanted to be closer to his family. Uh, maybe. I mean, I, I, I guess. I don't know why, but sure. Why the fuck not? <laughs> well, I mean, it, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but, you know. You got Queen of the Up Up. She's on there too. So, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. That's everybody's dying for more of her. That's what we really she want. Wa- more Jaddies. She, she just she just wants to go to the Louvre, man. She's an artist. <laughs> get the fuck out of here with that. <laughs> all right. Let's seriously, let's get the hell off of Walking Dead. All let's right, talk all right. a little bit. Let's talk a little bit about um what's going on. Like, you got any dumb shit our kids did, Apocalypse Edition? <sighs> Dude, at this point, it's like my whole life is consumed with this goddamn puppy. So, those that don't I'm know, sorry, you got I, a what? I, yeah, you got a what, dude? We got a puppy. We we've already got. For those that don't know, we've got two giant German shepherds. Okay, we got one big German shepherd and one giant German shepherd, and they're they're scary dogs, and they're a lot. Like they're a lot to deal with all the time. And the girls for about a year have been like, we want a puppy. And I'm like, no, we're not getting a puppy. We ain't got time for that bullshit. And, uh, you know, it's like you have to train them. You got to potty train. We got to be tired because the thing will be awake all night. And now we have time. So I can't use that excuse. So basically they threw that in my face. And, uh, you know, and and the, the clincher for me was like, well, we'll name it Nola. I'm like, oh, you sons of bitches. Like, you went right to my heart, didn't you? So, which, you know, NOLA is short for New Orleans, which is like my favorite place on the planet. So, of course, I got suckered in. So, we got this puppy, um, NOLA, who is um, the spawn of hell. Absolutely pisses and shits and everywhere. And I'm, I've got like wounds all up and down my hands and arms. And here's the shitty part is I wake up with the dog at like 6, 30, 7 o'clock. And then I'm stuck with her until these assholes wake up around 11 at this point. <laughs> now, I know they're <laughs> Wait, awake. Wait, everybody's sleeping until 11 at your house? What's going oh, on dude. over there? Well, here's the thing. I know they're not. But these sneaky bastards are hiding in their rooms until like they get so hungry that they have to emerge and get food. Like that's what's going on. So they're leaving me with this bastard Tasmanian devil who, like, is in full-on attack berserker mode for about a half hour at a time and then sleeps for a half hour. So it's I've got these, like, small reprieves, and then all of a sudden she just wakes up and lunges at me. So it's like, 
at this point I'm feeding her Uggs, like my daughter's Uggs. Like, here, eat this. I don't even fucking care. Just chew on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, on, on our neck of the woods, so so I've got, uh, uh, like, all the kids are off of school, right? And so up yes. until this week, uh, both uh, Steve, who, who we, you know, we talked to earlier, um, and his wife have both been working. So we've had the boys, uh, and we did uh, group play dates for basically two days just because they needed help babysitting, right? So right. we had like the most ridiculous <laughs> Nerf gun war in the backyard, but to keep the kids entertained, I assigned them all movie roles. So, oh. uh, uh, <laughs> so I told, <laughs> I told Vincent, uh, Steve's boy that all, everybody, that everybody else was zombies. I told Ronald Andrew that he was Han Solo and everybody else was, uh, stormtroopers. And then I told Victor that he was the Terminator. So, <laughs> so the, the three of them are having Nerf but gun wars know. with each other. What did, did they know, or was it was no, it common knowledge? No. no, no, no. So they're all playing their own version of this, which is freaking hilarious. <laughs> because the because uh, Victor, who's the Victor, who's the Terminator, basically is like anybody that shoots him, he's just like doesn't care, <laughs> and all he's doing. <laughs> All he's doing is he keeps walking up to people no matter where they are and he gets shot and it does he's like he's like pulls his nerf gun out and shoots him point blank and is all you're terminated and like walks away. <laughs> <laughs> and he just keeps gathering up darts. Um and then um uh basically Vincent keeps running around going, You gotta shoot him in the head, shoot him in the head. <laughs> so so at, a cer- so at a certain point they all run and hide in my tool shed. And so I call a timeout. I pull all the dangerous <laughs> stuff out of the tool shed. And then I'm like, all right, right, guys, go jump back in. So they all jump in the tool shed. And then I just put the lock on it so they couldn't open oh, it. Shit. <laughs> so, so they could only open it like far enough to like peek out. And so I had all the darts and I literally would wait for them to open it. And then I would just shoot them through the, the crack. Oh, that's the greatest. <laughs> that's so good. <laughs> oh, man, you, you need to get them. video of that. Oh, uh, even better was I. So then I, uh, I, I took the lock off of it, but I climbed up the wall behind the shed, so they didn't because they, they at that point they were scared to come out, and they were like, "It's getting right. hot in here. Let's come out." So they come out, and they're like, "Where?" Like looking for me, and they can't find me, and I wait for all three of them to come out, and then I just like because I have all the guns, so I'm like, right. As soon as they walk out, dude, I pop all of them like headshots, boom, 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 and they all like run away. <laughs> oh yeah yeah i have none of that i have uh, basically you're you're like in like kid fun zone and i'm i'm in like um you know 20 something female hell basically oh that that definitely sounds like it Oh, dude, you guys are doing like your movies of the day. Yeah, we we did our own version of that, but it's become who can pick the shittiest goddamn fucking movie to make everybody else <laughs> uncomfortable. <laughs> so, so Carrie starts. She starts with Contagion. <laughs> it's a fucking oh, movie great. about Nothing. the coronavirus, basically, you know, or, or a, a, a pandemic. So, of course, everybody has nightmares that night. So, the next night, goddamn Lauren pulls out Little Women. <laughs> like the new one that just came out? Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. And it was, oh. it was absolute. Like, I kind of think I would rather watch Birds of Prey than watch Little Women again. 
Like that's how <laughs> horrible it was. And and here the thing that drove me nuts, it was like you have all these girls that all talk exactly at the same time talking about completely different shit. It was just <laughs> gibberish. It was and and I some of the comments when I posted about it, it was like, "Well, that's how girls are." I'm like, "Yeah, that's the fucking problem with the movie. That's why guys don't watch that shit." <laughs> Oh, come it was on, so come horrible on. to watch, and you know I get it. The story's whatever. Girls like that shit, but it's like they tried to do something to make it more realistic. And there's a reason we don't watch. Like people watch um, reality TV, and that's kind of what you get, you know. Um, and that's why a lot of people hate reality TV because it's like uh, annoying to watch. Yeah, pretty much right. the same thing, just scripted. Um, the best parts of that whole movie was the stuff at the end that had nothing to do with the original story. The stuff that was like creatively added in. I'm like, oh, that was clever. The rest of the movie, goddamn, shoot me in the head. And, and of course, you know, I, I had to choose between uh, dogma and basketball because I know they're, they're going to hate basketball. They absolutely will. It is quite oh, you possible. you had to watch to basketball then. No, I, I pulled dogma. I was trying to be nice oh. to the wife because she really hates the basketball. She she I could do some movie. serious damage. She could do some damage. Like she could oh, pull some movies that so good though. That's such a great I film. I think so. But she hates it. Um so I spared her a little bit cuz at least she didn't do like uh Daring was the only one who pulled a cool movie. She pulled uh Secondhand Lions. And I'm like, "Oh, that was that was a good pull." The problem was we got a puppy that day. So ain't nobody watching that goddamn movie. It's all about chasing the dog and trying to get it to stop eating your feet and <laughs> Um, so Phoebe's the only one left. Take a guess at what movie we're going to be watching for Phoebe. I don't know. High School Musical. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> no, it's it is the absolute worst scenario. Again, <laughs> Birds of Prey might be a little better in this case. I, and and I we were supposed to watch it last night, and I'm like, oh, I'm tired, guys. I don't think I can make it tonight. <laughs> so I'm gonna try and be tired for as many days as I can, cause I I can't do it, dude. I can't. We're we're not all in this together. We're really not. That's amazing. All right. Well, let's wrap this. Let's wrap this one up right there. Uh, I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. We've uh, this is our first one we've ever done remote, so hopefully it, it uh, worked out well for everybody. Um, probably gets where we're going to be for the foreseeable future. But uh, once again, uh, I hope you've enjoyed this. Um, I am uh, Rick's janky cell phone. I am Harley Quinn's bullshit accent. And we hope you guys are having a nerd life crisis. Music for the Nerd Life Crisis podcast is provided by Big Papa and the TCB. All music available at bptcb.com or at iTunes. The Nerd Life Crisis is recorded at the Inland Blue Studios. Make sure to subscribe to the Nerd Life Crisis at iTunes and like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram or Twitter at Nerd Life Crisis. This episode of the Nerd Life Crisis Podcast is brought to you by IB Comics. IB Comics, the home of great creator-driven stories for people of all ages, including Legba's Juke Joint. 
The first book of a nine-book series is available now and tells the story of American music from the blues to the present. The series examines the values of American society and for what we as people are willing to trade our soul. The book has been called Smart and Clever by Mark Wade of The Flash and Superman and Raw, Honest, and Profoundly Human by Stephen Frank, the creator of Silver and the animator on The Iron Giant. The book is available now at www.ibcomics.com. Ivy Comics, the home of great stories.